a.k.a. podcasting from a spare bedroom in exurban Atlanta. Welcome to the Godless Heathens Podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Don. And I'm Jerry. This is a podcast by atheists that talks about a lot of things, not just atheism. We will challenge your assumptions and ours, too. Definitely not here to preach to the atheist choir, but to critique, ridicule, and poke fun at anyone, especially ourselves. So, uh, so join us as we examine the crossroads of politics and religion from the secular perspective. And remember, don't believe everything you hear on this podcast, or anywhere else for that matter, until you've independently verified it for yourself. In other words, Google, Google Duck, Duck that, that shit. So, it's the, the Jeff Forgot We Were Recording Tonight episode. episode. Which isn't like an unusual night to record. This is the standard two-week Thursday. That is a fact. This is episode 39. 39. For Jeff, it will only be episode 38. But then technically, I missed one too. So I'm on episode 38. But he's missed one Mm. as well. That's true. Scheduled absences shouldn't count. That's true. Unscheduled absences should Mm. cause a demerit. At at least. The dedication that we show by working this into our schedules, planning. Yeah. All the all foresight, the, all the preparation. Yeah, all I mean, yeah. just the just research, the, uh, the re- just the tons of research. The staff, but, the research staff, the, really, <laughs> that does most of the research. <laughs> so you would think that this date of all dates would be more important to you and me because it's the NFL draft. Yeah, that, that is true. So we are recording. There's not a big soccer game on tonight. Or anything at, is there? Nope. Okay. I, I can say this with confidence. Even if there was a sporting event, mm-hmm. there is no sporting event that Jeff is going to go, Oh, sorry, can't well, record yeah, tonight, got to watch the game. There's a sporting event. <laughs> <laughs> so we... Yeah, because originally I, I had called this the, the live NFL... No, not, you can't say NFL, you get... Uh, Find we it. can say it. We can say it. Yeah. Oh, hey, come hey, after us. Sue us. Yeah. Right. Our live NFL draft coverage where we break down divine command theory and the 3-4 defense. But no Jeff. So we're missing a big sports night to record. I would have totally expected him to miss the next recording. So we're recording a week early next week. The episode will still come out on the regular Sunday. So Jeff should have double just, the things to say. He sh- he should be full of hot takes when he when he comes in a week from now. He is he is thinking about mainline Christianity oh. as we speak. Uh, his alert on his phone is just going off left <laughs> and right. That's right. How are Angels we, are so, getting their wings as we speak. So I'll turn my to. There you we, go. Need, we need to recreate the audio for yeah. Jeff um, without Jeff. So we're going to have notifications pop up all the time. And I'm also going to clear space in front of me, and I'm going to tap my two fingers on the desk like Constantly. this all the time. <laughs> I'll play both parts. I'll hit the table, and then I'll stop myself with the same arm. You know, we want we want the whole experience to the ambiance. Right. We want it to feel comfortable. Yeah. Without Jeff, people have grown accustomed to the tapping. 
first five minutes into or five, five, five seconds five, into it. Five seconds it's, into it. You know, there's no tapping. Is Jeff there? You know. So, Jeff, I'm drinking a Wild Leap <laughs> OG Cascade Double IPA. Wild Leap is out of LaGrange. I love them. They have... That's the same one where they had the buffalo on the... And... It's got buffalo on this one. It's got a... Bu- it's cool. What's their, what's their buffalo deal? I, I, I wish I knew. All the buffalo a, on the range near LaGrange. This is... Yeah. <laughs> it's an old school TV. The one that uh, those of you who are of a certain age remember. It has has dials on them to change A UHF the and a VHF dial. Uh, pretty much. You get both You get both channels. Oh, we get them all. That's yeah. right. <laughs> When you were an adult, you had a walking remote control. Go, you know, yeah. dad, snap yeah. his fingers. Go right. put it on channel four. Exactly. <laughs> put it on channel 50. The Red Wings are on. He would, I would get called from upstairs to, to come down and, and go. That's parental power. Absolutely. You have an empty bottle of something. Well, I've poured it into Oh, that's a, right. It's, yeah. in the, it's in the carafe. It's in the carafe. This is Carnivore California Cabernet. If I'm not mistaken, I believe this is one of the bottles I got in the wine grab thing at ah, one yes. of the parties I did. So it must be good. And it is not bad at all. It's very, very dark. That's I was uh, surprised at just how dark of a color it was. But, yeah, very, very, very good. And this is my first uh, pot beer in, in several. Well, yeah. Uh, last weekend was uh, was Easter. So you're right. – is it off the wagon or is it on the wagon? Uh, I'm – well, technically I'm back on the wagon. Drinking is on the wagon. You, do you fall off the wagon? You fall off the wagon when you're trying to not drink. So not drinking is the wagon, and falling off of the wagon is drinking. So I'm back on. So the you're w- off the wagon. I am off the wagon. Yeah, yeah. You were on the wagon. Now you're off. You were periodically off the wagon while you were on the wagon, but now you're measured. Yes, measured. And even my atheist skeptical son asked me on Easter, like. He goes, so yesterday was your first day, huh? I was like, what do you mean? He goes, that you can that you could drink. And felt like he was fishing. He was asking you, you know, on Sunday or Saturday was your last day? Like, or? you can drink now. Okay, yeah. Like, that was your first day you okay. could drink. And I was like, yeah. Like, what do you want to know? Like, did I have seven beers or did I get hammered? Yeah. I think he was... You know, it's like, I'm not hungover. I actually, at, even at the party, did you start, bar- barely had more than one beer. Did you start? I had a bottle, uh, and it was a big bottle of wine. It was a big bottle. It was one of the double bottles. It was. But, uh, like a 1.5 liter. It was liter. a bargain bottle. Kim was not uh, not too happy that she had like a glass and a half out of that bottle. I put her. Yeah, you, you gotta be you gotta be quick. Yeah. Yeah, you know. You don't want it to get dilly dally. You don't want it to get warm. And she sat. Probably within five feet of it, the entire party. I was all upstairs, downstairs, outside, inside. Managed to uh, make it by the bottle periodically enough to uh, keep my glass full. Well, snooze you lose. Yeah. Okay. Do we have we have happy topic? Oh, do we ever we have a happy topic? We kind of do. The Satanic Temple is a, that is it, a good topic. It is topic. a good news topic. I put it on here so I wouldn't forget it a week or so ago for the movie coming out. The Hail Satan documentary. It's limited release. Uh, no kidding. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's not coming to Atlanta. I think that's something we need to work on. Savannah. They're playing it in Savannah. Oh, really? Savannah, Georgia on the 12th of May. It's, it opened at Sundance. Mm-hmm. I will put a link for the for the website that has a list you can click on. You can, you can either enter a city, and it'll tell you the closest city to you, which for us is like either Birmingham, probably, Knoxville. Savannah. I wonder what it would take to. We just need a theater that's that's willing to show it. What about a school? Who knows? What anywhere, about, anywhere about, that we what can. About a KSU. Yeah. 
We could get in touch with the Secular Student Alliance at KSU, see about having it uh, shown there. That'd be quite an event. I totally would do that. I def- That's a great idea. I didn't think about that. All right. Well, All right. I'm done. Godless Heathens. Done, uh, on, done. on the warpath, we're, we're uh, throwing down the gauntlet. We're going to try and get the documentary Hail Satan uh, played here in local metro Atlanta. Um, but yes, and then, lo and behold, earlier this week, after I already decided to talk about that, they went and got... Full church IRS tax-free status this last week. That's, I mean, that, that's freaking awesome. It's amazing. That, yeah. that is, that is freaking awesome. The fact that now as a church, they can show up at any city council meeting, any, you know, anywhere, and any church that is getting some sort of special, you know, treatment, they can say, okay, we're here for our special treatment. And they've painted themselves into a corner. Where not not the Satanic Temple, but the the municipalities, where if they're doing something that that promotes a particular religion, they have to offer it to all religions, or they have to offer it to no religions. And what they'll do is offer it to no religions, which is the way it should be to begin with, other than offering it to the Satanic Temple. It's kind of a cool story. Mm-hmm. They have access to the same public spaces, same rights, everything as a church. Yeah. Does that mean you can donate to them? Tax-free like a church? You should. So it, you can... You it can, should be... It, they have full church status. They, just like Scientology got that was... You know, you see the video, David Miscavige talking about, you know, the war is over. Well, they didn't have to infiltrate the IRS and a bunch of other government entities in order to do it. They just put their case forward and, and won their legal battle. So then when it's holiday season... Our churches... Church donations. You, you tithe. Is, is that tax-deductible? I don't know. I've never given money to church and <laughs> filed taxes and a bit of tax filing age, so I couldn't tell you. Well, isn't the donations, the tax-free donations now kind of less important since the minimum went up so high? Yeah, it's true. The personal just, exemption. You just file the, the minimum. Which, by the way, yeah. screwed a lot of people. Like, I don't, I don't think I know anyone that said they paid less in taxes this year. But even people who just have, quote, regular income, everybody that has talked about it, which is more than usual, yeah. paid more. Everybody that we know. Everybody. everybody yeah, we don't know I a know. lot of super rich people that like, hey, I got, you know, like 4%, you know, whatever. If yeah. I do, you're holding out on us. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not totally aware of it. But if you're skeptical, of which I am, particularly of the administration and federal government as a whole mm-hmm. this in this era— I wonder, I just saw this today, that the president has nominated a buddy of his as head of the IRS. And the first reason he probably would do that is so he wouldn't give his his tax tax returns returns over to Congress. I thought uh, Mnuchin was over, at least that's who they're grilling about it. IRS is part of Treasury. And he's head of Treasury. Yeah. So So ultimately it comes... Probably comes down... It buck stops at him. yeah, at some point. However, he's got somebody potentially now in a position that's okay to play the heavy. Yeah. Like it might not even get to Mnuchin because the IRS guy says, I'm not doing it. And you know Mnuchin's not going to make him do it. The way I understand it, the law says that if it's subpoenaed, then, then the Treasury Secretary shall turn over the documents. So I they we could bring him in, force him to do it, or or put him in jail. So I thought, I thought we were going to talk about this later. Okay. But... <laughs> You <laughs> got right into it, and that is the, personally, kind of the occasionally overwhelming 
foreboding of what's coming and what's happening now. And it's kind of crystallized what you said leading into this monologue is the law says and consistently now the administration is basically saying fuck you and your laws we're not yeah. doing that yeah you're going to subpoena us we're not going to go you put a deadline on the taxes we're not going to do it fuck your laws and to me that's scarier than then certainly the media is taking it. Mm-hmm. What's scarier to me Who is that half, about it? half the country would probably still vote for him after that. Well, I need a swig. Yeah, that's what's even scarier to me is that half would still go along. But it's even beyond that, though, because I mean to be that kind of just overt and blatant, and not even they may come up with a legal explanation like some justification. Mm-hmm. But the feeling behind it is, fuck you, we're not doing it. Let me, let me, ask, you, let me ask you a question, though. This is a crazy idea. Let's say I get a speeding ticket. I mean, that's just insane. I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking insanity right mm-hmm. at this point, right? But anyway, let's say I get a speeding ticket, and I've been subpoenaed to go to court. If I don't show up, somebody comes and gets me. Or there's a warrant out, at least. Yeah, at least, at least there's a warrant out. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and the next and time I run across somebody, they, you know. You're getting taken in. Yeah. They very well may send somebody to knock on my door to see if I'm here possible so the county judge can can force me to appear in front of him can congress does congress have the the power of authority to force somebody to sit in front of them and take the fifth if they have to until they throw them in jail okay i really didn't think we were going to get here now that we're here the one thing that this administration and even kind of leading up to it but this administration really crystallized it is how much of what we have come to depend on as normal order is not a law. It's not enforceable. They were norms that you just, you followed them. Yeah. You, you did the unwritten rules. The, the, oh, but that, and agreed upon. But I'm not talking about a lot of that. I'm talking more about the actual written law, where well, the written law says A, B, then C. So And, if, and at B, they go, fuck you, well, then C. Okay. And they're, they're betting, though, that there is no C. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, there, there, there is no C because either there's no law against it or they're not going to enforce it. So let's say that they violate a subpoena. Should they get hauled in? Yeah. You know, should they, should they be impeached? Sure. But if you have a Justice Department that says... Well, impeachment doesn't mean anything. I mean, they impeached Clinton. He was there eight years. If you have a Justice Department that's not going to prosecute it, then you're oversight. Yeah. What did he say? He said about um, all the hearings and stuff. We're not showing up. We're not participating because it's partisan. So you have basically stuck your middle finger up, not only at the Democrats, but of the power of Congress. And the people. Well... The only way you can change it is, is is to change the perception of the people and let the tide turn. If it came out that Donald Trump hasn't paid taxes in 20 years, 8 years, 5 years, hadn't paid a dime, how many people would turn their back on him at, at that point? I don't think... He's just a smart businessman. Sure. There, there's... There, I mean, that there, there sure. are some people that will take that approach. No doubt. But I think a lot of this stuff, if nothing else, airing it. I don't think it's going to matter if they get him. I don't think it's going to matter. I think they want the fight. Okay. So well, want... then the next logical progression would be, let's say he is voted out. Do you think he leaves? I'm not sure. Honestly, maybe he doesn't. Yeah. Um, because what are you going to do? What are you going to do? 
I'm going to ban the Electoral College from meeting. Congress can't force me. What are you going to do? Pull me out? Who's going to do that? I mean, look. Yeah. That, and, and that's that's. Well, like, eventually they're going to they, they would. They would swear in the new president at 1201 or whatever. Right. He's no longer the president. They, and they would... Who's yeah. they? Secret Service, whoever, would carry him out. John Roberts. And there's the problem. Secret Service is part of Treasury. FBI is justice. At what point do... You know, uh, armed conflicts between the Secret Service and the FBI? I, look, I had a long, probably longer than he wanted, <laughs> conversation <laughs> with my youngest about this. Okay. Because I don't think... He or his generation is clued in to the gravity of the situation. He didn't get it, like this long conversation, similar to the one that, one that we're having now. Because I, I'm seriously hugely pessimistic when you're basically telling Congress, you know, giving Congress the middle finger, the laws and a, a subpoena, and it gets ignored and it has to go to the courts, and the courts may or may not, who knows? where the courts are going to land. Yeah. But you basically have a president and an executive branch that is beholden to no one but themselves. And that's a problem. And his corruption is a problem. And I, I can't believe that even the business community is sucking back up to Saudi Arabia. Like, for real? Yeah. So you know what their values are. And all, the, all Saudi Arabia wants is they want us to get in a war with Iran. Like, that, that, that's yeah. that, that's Those their, are the bad ones. That's their that's wet the, dream. Yeah, that's the bad guys over there. We're um, the good ones. So I don't think that we can expect the norm that we grew up in and was kind of a bedrock of living in America, mm-hmm. being an American. There's no guarantee that any of this is static. Like, it stays. Like, there's no guarantee of it. And, you know, for the first time, I start thinking, like, this can't be the new norm. Because if it is, it's only going to get worse. And the Nazi or the Germany in the early 30s, before Nazism and Hitler came into power, those are really kind of flammable analogies. To compare it to that almost immediately gets whatever you're about to say dismissed. Yeah. Because, it, first of all, it, it gets overused. And secondly, that you know, you're not a serious person if you, it's s- already reverted to if Nazi. you say that. Yeah. 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 Like, like, you're, you're, not being re- you're not being serious. But it had to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. It had to grow, or in this case, devolve from there. I don't think it's unfair to say the parallels may not be identical, but... At some point, people started caring about other things, and there's no guarantee any of it stays. And I don't have a crystal ball on what, yeah. it, looked, what it looks like. You certainly can see what it, what it could look like. And it's kind of a tumultuous time interpersonally for a lot of the U.S. And it gets stoked, my opinion, with the complicit conservative media. It gets stoked. Not that the left doesn't do its own stoking, but that's part of their business model. And it's only good for their bottom line. I'm not sure who else it's good for. For their bottom line and for really, really rich people. I mean, you hear the Watergate analogies, like after the Mueller report, this is what really got Nixon out. Yeah, when the crime was a cover-up. It took both political parties to say it was wrong. And now... 
Only one. And it, it's disheartening that it is only on one side. You that, think it's just disheartening, though? Do you ever fear? Is it just disheartening, or do you do you actually feel, like, scared? I do. Not very optimistic for what the future could bring. And they say, what is it, um, the average, like, free society um, is... Oh, we got metrics for this. Yeah, has about a 200-year run. Come on. Yeah. And we're close to 250. Be 250 and 26. So... Yeah, 200 was... Uh, 1776. Yeah, 17, 1976. Yeah, so 2026, that's 250 years that we've been officially a country. 2026, a.k.a. seven years away. Yeah, seven years <laughs> away, 250. And So what you're saying is we're living on borrowed time. Yeah. And I'd, I'd heard that statistic before, um, and this was from... Is that like a real statistic, or is that one of those that if we... If we, if we, if we Duck, duck, go it. It's a godless heathen statistic. Snopes, it's, uh, yeah, Snopes no is going to pop yeah. up and say, that whole, you know, <laughs> democracy last 200 years? Nah. Like anything else, I don't, I don't claim it to be true. I've, I'm just saying this, that's something I've heard I just have faith. on more than I one occasion. I just have faith that it's true. Well, live Google it. I'm going to. What you find? Snopes. Snopes says no? Snopes says mostly false. Mostly false. Yes. So there's a, there's a nugget uh, somewhere down in that turd that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> of truth. <laughs> We don't have a metric for it, but there still is no guarantee that any of what we grew up with continues because not only it's going to go, it's kind of poisonous. It's almost like it's going to go one of two ways. It's going to swing. It's either going to keep going the way its direction it's going now, just completely off the rails, or it's going to swing back further because you've pulled the veil back, so to speak, and seen the possibility, and it, there's going to be even more safeguards. No, nope. but I don't. I don't nope. see. I'm, going, going, I'm going with one. You're going with off the rails because truly, because two is going to take this wave of woke that all of a sudden the people that to me vote against their financial interest, at least. In being in voting Republican, it's going to take a good that's their, chunk of that's that their best skill. Fox audience yeah. to all of a sudden maybe not start watching Rachel Maddow, but, but voting for Democrats at the local and national level. I don't see that happening. Well, it's the best Joe Biden's skill. Not the that, answer. Yeah, it's the best skill that the Republicans have is is getting people to to vote against their own financial interests. You've got people that will. Get mad and, and protest that you want to raise the tax rate on the 100 and millionth and first dollar that somebody makes. And these people never make $40,000, you know, in their life. Oh, the same, it's the same thing with the you know? uh, but state, they think, estate tax. They think same that, oh, yeah. with the estate tax. Hey, one day, maybe I'm going to be you. rich too. And I don't want to be you. getting fucked by all you Dems. You know? <laughs> and, and, and that's literally their attitude. They, they got no shot of it, of it even affecting them. Ever. But they, but they will, that's the hill that they'll choose to die on. They don't choose to die on it, but they, in effect, are on team estate tax yeah. repeal because they're with the other guy on, on the other stuff. Abortion. And it, that's the main... Yeah, it's, it's it's abortion, but it's also now it's immigration. Yeah, it's immig- it, yeah. for sure it's immigration. But that just let, that just opened the door of the tent for the people who weren't on board with you know on the abortion issue. But, Give but, them something else. 
Uh, unions, the fight for 15, some kind of communist government want to pay people $15 an hour. That, if people voted their pocketbooks, those things would be way more popular electorally. Oh, yeah. But they don't. No. Uh, they, they, they don't. I mean, look, it's, it's a free country now, at least. You can vote your conscience. So that's who they choose to vote for. Well, they've been using abortion as, as the boogeyman to keep those people voting for them since, you know, for 40 years now. So this is where Jeff would say, yes, the evangelicals. Yeah. But ding. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, if you were only here. So I'm going to speak for you. Actually, I'm not going to speak for you. I'm going to disagree with him in advance. There you go. I don't think that. It, I don't think give us that. Jeff's point and go ahead and give us your rebuttal. Well, <laughs> Jeff's point is it's the evangelicals that are keeping the Republicans, tr- Republicans, and Trump in power. Mm-hmm. And I agree, but I don't think they're big enough on their own. Mm. That's a single issue for them. It's not for way more people. And those people are still voting Republican. But they're also fed a, a steady diet in a pretty tight bubble that everything that we probably say in this podcast is they're against. Oh, yeah. The elitist, the East and West Coast elitist. It's, it's all, you know, all that talk. It's the us and them, circle the wagons. Yeah, and, and the constant boogeyman of, you know, of the Hollywood, you know, liberals. And, you know, so, all we live in it. so we live major metropolitan area. Mm-hmm. We don't live too far from the coast, but we're not on the coast. Nope. And we're definitely not considered, you know, when they talk about the East Coast and the West Coast elites. They don't think Atlanta. They're not thinking Atlanta. No, no. But we're, it's, it's a little it, further up the eastern it, seaboard. It's, it's, still a, it's still a big city. Yes. It, it really, you know, sprawling city. You, you have to drive a pretty good way from Atlanta to find another city as big as it. That sprawl, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Probably... Washington, D.C. Houston, Philadelphia, yep. Miami, right. you know, something. You, know, you, you got to drive a good long way from oh, Atlanta. bigger than Miami. To find, but yeah, but to find a city the size of, you know. The size, so are we, are we, as somebody who grew up in the Midwest, mm-hmm. I hate hearing about the, quote, middle of the country. Yeah. Or the flyover, flyover states. country. Yeah. Or, you know, politicians that say in real America. Red so states. we're not in, we're not in a, you know, well, Michigan is, Michigan's, Definitely purple. And yes. where I grew up was, was way more blue. But where are we? Are we part of that East Coast elite? Because we're not considered, quote, real America. No. So what what are we? Deep South. It used to be the Dixiecrats. Really? It used to be the Dixiecrats uh, down here where they were they were Democrats, but they voted and acted like Republicans. As uh, Same thing you had in the Northeast. You had Republicans that acted more like Democrats than, than, the, than the Southern Democrats. But they don't look at that as like on a national level. Like what? It, what is? You know, we're not we're not part of real America, and we're not part of the East and West Coast elites. Yeah. But the Deep South, Deep South always felt like a slur. Yeah, I don't think that people see Atlanta for that anymore. Well, since the Olympics and everything, it's more of a world class city. But if that's the case then we're still not really part of the conversation because mm. we're not East Coast, we're not West Coast, we're not real America. Dirty so, South. So, <laughs> okay, you know what? That, that'd be, that's owning it. Yeah, yeah, that's us. Even in exurban Atlanta. Yeah, we got a little dirt on us. <laughs> Dirty exurban. <laughs> it's red clay, though. I didn't mean to uh, take you into the depths of uh, depravity. 
Gloom, despair, and agony on me. I do have something on a little bit of a lighter subject to close with. Promise. Uh, I'll just put it this way. Did you see the article about the Quady scientist? And you can't see it, but I'm using finger quotes. I did not see this story. Uh, I didn't look at my Kuwaiti science blogs this week. Uh, <laughs> there was a Kuwaiti scientist who uh, recently claimed that she can cure homosexuality mm. with... And I, I want to I want to see a reaction when I say this. It's not fair. A suppository that'll kill semen eating anal worms. <laughs> Come on. I, Come you on. think I'm making this up? It's like a it's like a onion. how often it's like an onion story. How, how often do you know? How often do you get to say semen eating anal worms? I mean, seriously. Um, never. Never. Ne- never in my never, life. Never until now. Just from a biological or from a physiological standpoint. How, how does it get from the anal worm? How does it get from the how does it get from the entrance to the exit? So if you're you're using semen eating anal worms, so let's well, the suppository kills the worms. See, it's oh. not this. Yeah, oh, I first thought all, that was. Well, I thought they were the. Oh, that's what. That's they, oh, they're already living in. Yes. Yeah, let me let me read you the oh. second line of the story. All right, this this will help explain a little. bit. I feel bit. so dumb getting this yeah. wrong. The uh, <laughs> the Kuwaiti scientist is being promoted on local Kuwaiti TV as having discovered a cure for homosexuality based upon Islamic medicine. Oh. Okay. So apparently, in Islamic medicine, it's a parasite. That causes homosexuality in men, and by using this, it's basically like orchid. You just go in, you kill the bugs, and clean up the whole thing up. That's the issue. Okay. <laughs> of course, I knew this. Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, everybody knows about uh, you know the worms. So I didn't. Uh, there was a there was a pretty hilarious scene on Veep, which couldn't be better this year. I've not there, there, started there's, yet. That's my recommendation. You okay. Should, Absolutely binge watch the this season of Veep. Uh, Jonah, geeky Jonah, yes. is running for president, and <laughs> he starts uh, he starts ripping on math because it was invented by Muslims. Muslims. <laughs> <laughs> and they start chanting, we, "No more math! No more math!" But we still use their numbers. Uh, shh, don't say that. Don't tell it, nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Like, They've infiltrated them. the whole arithmetic like, section like of school. You big know, big deal. Um, <laughs> I'm not aware that there was a a school of Muslim medicine. I, I like did not know that this was. It was news to me too. It's one of those things where a lot of times both you or Jeff will will, will post uh, to our little group. A little private group, a little mm-hmm. news story. You know, here, here's a little nugget for you. And it, a lot of that falls under the, I didn't know that, but I'm not surprised. I, I did not know that was a fact until you gave, until you showed me that story. But but now that I, I, I see that it's a fact, eh, it makes sense. <laughs> Where did you see this story? So you're not on Facebook anymore. I, it showed up on, on a number of feeds. Uh, I saw it on a couple of, of blogs as well, too. But so it's basically, is, basically the so same story. Largely sourceless. No, it came, uh, the Jerusalem Post is, I think, the original source of the story. Well, I think the original source of the story was Kuwaiti TV that the doctor went on and just said this to the public, you know, okay. just in, in the open. And, is the, is and the, the Jerusalem is the Post Jerusalem, reported on that. Is the Jerusalem Post, because I, 
I'm I, my not familiar is, with my Israeli news yeah. sources either. But <laughs> my I, Jerusalem Post subscription has recently ran uh, out. They may have had a change in the editorial they department. They haven't emailed you. <laughs> Western journalism yeah. sounds newsy, and that's a batshit crazy right wing news outlet. They should have like a BSC crest somewhere on their site for batshit crazy. So is the Jerusalem Post like a legit newspaper, or is it the Western journalism of the Middle East? I mean, is, is it the New York Times or is it the New York Post? <laughs> I, mm. <laughs> Which is it? Well, and I do not know the answer to that. I don't, I don't either, but it's got to be more. Well, it yeah. doesn't have to be more credible than Western journalism. But So some nut job went on to you. That's, good, good, uh, that's an excellent example of how social media amplifies crazy or or anything so whack job goes on kuwaiti tv and who knows what kind of show it was but goes on and talks about the parasite just eating or is it the worms eating the parasite how does how does, it, how does I, the I, science work it's um the worms are uh semen eating worms semen eating. everybody knows about the semen eating I, worms. totally they apparently live in the anus they do yeah and the suppository kills kills, kills the worms, and it's it's somehow the worms are causing the so uh, I, so this the, the person to be this gay. Is it has it has to do somehow, and I, and I don't you know I'm not a scientist, I'm not an Islamic scientist, sure. so I don't understand completely. But it has something to do with like if a young boy is attacked and molested as a child. Now, yeah, no, it, no, no, yeah, no. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm not making this shit up. I'm serious. That's it, part of the whole science. You know. I don't want to start a you know an actual like biology class in the in the middle of the podcast Please here, don't. but there, there's something not this kind of yeah, biology. There's something along those lines. Is that that's what turns the boys gay? So and I think it's, I think it's the semen so, living inside. Um, so let, let's let's I'm going to go on on a limb yeah. and say this is this is this, one of those. This things, is a fringe opinion. I give I give I give a really good analogy. Like have have you ever listened to um, and we've talked about him on the show uh, Lawrence Krauss. His yes. he did the universe from nothing. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever listened to his basically like one hour presentation on the universe from nothing? No. Okay. I, I've listened to it and I and I understood him as he was saying it. Okay. I was able to follow it as as he described it. Okay. Could not explain it to you now, and and that's how I feel about Islamic medicine. It's same thing. I yeah. I read the article. It makes sense. I can't turn around and regurgitate it to you in, in my own words I don't and, and convey the the message. I of, don't think it exists. <laughs> I, 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 and here's why. Here's why. Here's one opinion. Maybe there is such a thing as Islamic medicine. This guy who is on Kuwaiti TV probably doesn't rep, represent any of it. It's it's a woman, first of all. Oh, my bad. Oh, yeah. My, my there bad. you go, gender slamming. Minus um, one. I cannot pronounce the name, but um, Miriam is her, is her first name. Okay. I, I did see a picture. Al Shohel, I believe. Okay. I, I'm, that's a, what I'm going what? with. I'm going with Al Shohel. You know what? My, yeah. my bad, ladies. You have caught up to us yeah. in, in, in crazy. Hey, Islamic <laughs> medicine, it, it doesn't see gender. It's, it's gender neutral. That's okay? true. And, and I, apparently I, I was not. So, again, <laughs> again. See, Minus Are you part of the problem me. or you're part of the solution? So apparently, oh, <laughs> on this pod, I am the problem. Where are you, Jeff? Um, so Fringe Opinion goes on probably state TV yeah. that that somebody watches and says, 
This is some batshit crazy stuff. That'd be a great little news bit. Jerusalem Post writes it up. Somebody sees it. Goes wild on social media. Gets talked about on a podcast. Gets bounced a, around a, a couple a, echo chambers. It is a circle yeah. of life. <laughs> It is cracked. It is cracked bubbles all over the place. Well, this is. I mean, this is when you have the term "semen eating anal worms" in the headline. I mean, it's, SEO it's, gold, baby. It's hard to say. It's, SEO gold. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not clickbait. Yeah. No, this is this is responsible journalism mm-hmm. at, at its best. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. Almost got through the whole show without ripping social media, and it wasn't oh, even me. No, it wasn't even me. See, uh, I'm. I just I'm, put them on the tee. You just hit them three hundred yards. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it was real golf, it'd take me three shots to get there, but I, di- I, I digress. Do you have any recommendations other, did, other than Jeff update his calendar Maybe more show frequently? up to show from time to time? <laughs> I, I did have a recommendation. Unfortunately, we already talked about it. It was Hail Satan. Go, uh, I'll, like I said, I'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, go and see if it's playing anywhere near you. and if it Give is, us some tips on how we check it out. Get it but here. yeah, we definitely need to see about getting it to the metro Atlanta area, at least for one showing. I heard an interview with Lucian Greaves, one of the co-founders of the Satanic Temple, that said that they're constantly updating that site with more and more dates and, and locations. So, so keep an eye out on it. And But other than that, I did not have a recommendation for, uh, for this Veep. episode. They definitely, uh, definitely watch Veep, and 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 don't season. just like binge a, this hilarious. season. Binge every season. Um, I've seen every season, but this season, this and one, it's always been a, a very well. Sh- this one's good. Right. So we'll keep the we'll keep the recommendations short and sweet. And then, note, uh, drop us a line. Email is godlessheathens at yahoo.com. Our Twitter, where we're proudly blocked by Ken Ham and. <laughs> Working on Franklin Grant. You are working. I, I did also recently start following a certain Baptist minister out of Dallas, Texas, by the last name of Jeffress, that otherwise shall go mm. nameless. Mm. Um, yeah, so yeah, you're you're already you passed Lent. You know, hey, I've got a whole year to wait. You know, until I have to go without again. So yeah, I'm getting it in. But uh, also uh, the Facebook our podcast discussion group it's closed it's hidden it's private but uh shoot us a little line but mark zuckerberg's still going to target ads against you so somebody knows please rate us in itunes five stars we don't have to explain that to jeff this time no podbean everybody knows about the five stars with jeff (laughs) everybody (laughs) godlessheathens.podbean.com youtube in between the uh logan paul interviewing Alex Jones and other algorithmic nightmares. We are the Godless Heathens podcast channel. And of course, listen to us on Overcast. <gasps> Maybe Jeff will listen to he the can pod. Listen to the pod. He will finally, finally listen to the pod. Actually, to you know show. what? He's going to come here next week. He's going to be like, I didn't listen. I didn't listen to that. What did y'all talk about? So, open an invitation to Jesus, please. If you, we'd love to come back. And it would be, actually, it would be a different interview because if Jesus came back, I don't think I would talk to the Almighty about, like, why we were wrong or anything like that. I'm like, how would you have these people repping you? Yeah. How would you have these people mm-hmm. doing all this stuff in your name? What are you going to – you really – are they really on Team Jesus? Yeah. Because that's not what you're supposed to be about. But we're not going to have to really worry I about would, that. I would, I would want to ask them, you know, tell some stories about, you know, days of yore. You know, give, give, you know what's the behind-the-scenes – <laughs> everybody, everybody knows about overturning the tables in the temple. You know, what happened? So, after, would you yeah. want like the uh, 
like the pop-up video version where Jesus is going through and then there's like little thought bubbles and lower thirds about what Jesus was really thinking when he was doing that. I didn't plan on doing this, but man, mm-hmm. just something got into me and I just went ham. Absolutely. I have to ask him about, you know, the the fig tree and, you know, that kind of stuff. The, oh, the to... loaves and the fishes? No, no, no. Just the fact that he, he I mean, he's all-knowing and he didn't realize when a fig was in season, so he, he cursed a fig tree and it died. That, yeah, that kind of shit, yeah. It's like, so it was, was there just, like, too much of the, you know, turning water into wine the night before where he's, like, a little hung, hung over that morning? I, I, so that, I want to know the story behind the fig tree story. So the, that, the Bible app would get a workout. Oh, absolutely. Would, yeah. would get a workout. Yeah. I'd want to know. Let me ask you about this part. <laughs> <laughs> When, when you said this, you know. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait don't go yet. Yeah. Don't go. We got a lot more questions. Yeah, yeah. You got all kinds of years. It took you a long time to come <laughs> back. We just want a couple hours. That's it. We want to go viral. All we got are the red words. We want to get you on tape. <laughs> oh, shit. We weren't recording. Can we do that again? <laughs> this time with this? feeling. Can we do this again when Jeff's here? Because yeah. he didn't set his calendar. He'll, he'll have some questions, absolutely. And, and and since Jeff is not here, I'll also put out an invitation to Andy Stanley. <laughs> and he, he's more than welcome to come on. He's local, so, I mean, it's it's a much uh, shorter trip. We got a better chance of meeting Jesus. Probably. Being a betting man, I'd, I'd put my money. Put my money on Jesus. Thanks for listening, y'all. <laughs> we'll see you in a couple weeks. My gun, he made me mad. The devil's bad, the devil is a bomb, but the devil is my friend. The devil is my friend. Wherever I go, the devil will go. The devil is my friend, and Godzilla is my friend. Godzilla is my friend. Wherever I go, Godzilla go. Godzilla is my friend, and Shrinko was my friend, and Brishnev was my friend, and Andrew Bob, he just popped up now. Gorbachev is my friend, and Frank Sinatra is my friend. Someone at the party and the devil is my friend. Yeah, the devil is my friend. Wherever I go, the devil will go. The devil is my friend. And Shrinko is my friend. And Brishnev is my friend. And Frank Sinatra is my friend. And Gorbachev is my friend. And Fr